You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, everybody. Welcome in on a Monday. Jim and Trent, we say hello to you on a Cyhawk Reaction Monday right here on the Big Talker 1700. A terrific show lined up for you today. Uh, coming up in just a little bit, uh, we will indeed get into all, and I do mean all, of the Cyhawk conversation. John Bonenkamp, will join us at about 425. At the top of the hour at 5, Ben Visser uh, on the Cyclones. You won't want to miss that. Tad Haslip on the NFL and what went down over the weekend. And, of course, in last night's game, Wolfgang joins the show at about 535. Trent, how are you, pal? Have you recovered from the weekend? Yeah, voice is uh, a little bit shaky, but we will persevere (laughs) and battle our way through. Quite the uh, performance out of that Iowa defense. Iowa State back to the drawing board with the offensive line. I think the biggest two takeaways of the game. But, uh, you know, it's a conversation, Jim, that we had a lot during this summer. If if this Iowa defensive line, we we knew it it was going to be good. At the very least, Mm -hmm. they were going to be solid up there. Pieces, experience. We had concerns about the interior, how the middle was going to hold up, and then he had the suspension of game one of Brady Reap and, and, and Cedric Lattimore. Both of those guys didn't play a whole lot on Saturday, but on the outside with Parker Hesse, look, he's not going to wow you. He's not the most athletic defensive end. The kid sets an edge, makes plays, and then the freak. And, and that's what they're calling him over there, Jimmy B. They're calling A.J. Epinesa the freak. He made Sean LaFoster look awful on Saturday. And I know they moved Julian Good-Jones inside. He played center. Instead of having the redshirt freshman Kyle Newell start that game, his first real career start coming in Kinnick Stadium, I get it. I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters if Julian Mm -hmm. Good-Jones was out there. Whoever they would have put at left tackle, A.J. Epinesa was going to make them look silly. I'm with you on that. And the nickname, if they're calling him that over there, it is apropos. Uh, he was everywhere and an absolute wrecking crew uh, just with the way that he attacked Iowa State from that in position. Look, I, I was so impressed with Iowa's defensive stand. And, Trent, after that initial uh, first series by Iowa State where they were just pushing Iowa around a little bit, and then took it right down the field. Then Iowa bowed its neck and said, nope, you're not going to get into the end zone. And then the penalty set them back, and boom, there's your game pretty much right there. I thought Kurt Ferentz or the defensive coordinator and Parker, they were brilliant with the way they changed up their defensive secondary and took away some of what Iowa State, at least offensively with their passing lanes, like to do. And here's my, my biggest takeaway. I wonder where Iowa State is now offensively without an offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I know Matt Campbell's the head coach, and, and, and the dude can do what he wants. He's the head guy. But I don't think he really came up with anything fresh or innovative or tried to change up after Ference and, and his cast of assistant coaches made that change defensively and I think that really did in Iowa State and also uh, that uh, Iowa defense as well. 
You know, Jim, it is interesting. After they move right down the field, you saw some Krause yeah. routes. You, again, as we saw in game number one in the limited time, we got to see Iowa State. You see Deshante Jones make a big play there. They were attacking the outside, but I think a lot of the credit has to go, and we mentioned the defensive line, but how well the cornerbacks for Iowa played and how well they tackled. Ojemudia looks like a completely different guy from the guy we saw a year ago. He played yeah. by far his best game at a Hawkeye uniform, coming up in run support, and he's a big guy. I mean, he's a 6'1", 200-pound cornerback. You don't see Iowa with a whole lot of those, you know. You go back. Joshua Jackson was a big guy. Greg Maben was tall, but didn't play with the same kind of physicality. And then on the other side, Matt Hankins, the same kind of thing. You couple with what they have at the defensive line, the ability to not only get upfield and make plays and get to the quarterback, as I was now second in the country in sacks with nine already this season. But you couple that with cornerback, second tackle, safety play. Jim, we both love Amani Hooker. We've talked about that going back to yes. last year. Just what a playmaker he is in that back spot. And then the linebackers a step up. And, and how about Jamon Colbert, too? I mean, gets your first career start in that game. He was ready to go from the get-go. Takes over for Christian Welch. He played at a high level. You know what Nick Neiman's going to give them. And then in the middle, Jack Hockaday. This defense, Jimmy B, not just good. I really believe this defense has a chance to be elite this year. I'm with you. Uh, they're special. There's, there's no question uh, about that. It'll be interesting to see... Uh, when they get matched up against Wisconsin. Look, I'm just not going to pass over UNI because that is the next game, and the coach will always tell you, well, don't go there because we got to play UNI. <laughs> and I, I get it. Okay. But this game coming, and it's going to be at 7.30 at night at Kinnick, uh, the place will be absolutely electric. It will be absolutely nuts. Now, Iowa State's defense, I thought Ray Lima played a solid game up front, and State's defense, I believe, is going to be once again one of the better defenses, if not maybe in the top two, three uh, in the Big 12, just by what they can do defensively, mm -hmm. because they, they did a pretty good job shutting down Iowa's offense. Look, this, this, the game is 6-3 to three forever until that last touchdown, so... From that aspect of it, Cyclone fans would have to be pleased with what they saw defensively, just very upset with what they, uh, I'm sorry, with what they saw defensively, just upset with what they saw on offense. You know, I think you bring up a really good point with Matt Campbell and, and his decision not to have a designated offensive coordinator, but he's going to play, mm -hmm. play things himself after Tom Manning left last year to take over and uh, help on the offensive line with the Indianapolis Colts. I, I have... A ton of respect for Tom Manning. I, I certainly believed he was on his way to becoming a head coach somewhere, and he took the path to the NFL. It's, there's a reason, though, you don't see this very often, Jim. It's a lot on your plate. Being the head coach, it's like a CEO-type yep. position. There's a lot that is there. And when you get into the play-calling aspect of it, sure, there's always going to have guys that have their influence, and they're going to have their finger on the pulse of what teams are trying to do, either offensively or defensively, depending on where uh, the guy certainly came up through the ranks. But, but, Jim, you're asking a whole lot of a head coach to be able not just to do decisions on when to go for it, when to go for it on fourth and short, whatever it may be, and all the in-game decisions that they have to make. But play calling 55, 65, 75 plays a game, that goes into it. The game planning, the scheming, 
the breaking down of film, everything that is involved, I just think it's a little bit too much. There's a reason that guys don't do this, Jim, and I don't want to hit the panic button here, but it might be time already to to at least have that conversation again. Is this the best thing for Iowa State football to have Matt Campbell being the play caller as well? I don't know, Trent. I, I wish I could answer that, and I know it's only one game, and that's that's the problem. If it were two games, we we might be able to be a little more opinionated about it, but it's only one game. And But next up is Oklahoma. So uh, they have to do something. And, look, after Campbell spoke today, we don't know really the status of Kyle Kemp yet, uh, if indeed he's even going to be the starter. So from that standpoint, I, I, I'm going to have to re- reserve judgment. Look, everybody makes changes after game one. You know that. And I, I just I think that Campbell was in over his head offensively in that game at Kinnick against the in-state rival and and he just he struggled to make to make enough changes where he gave his offensive unit a chance to win the game. You know it doesn't matter though. I mean, you could have June Jones, North Turner. You can have anybody oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. playing, being the play caller here. And if this offensive line struggles the way that they did, right, it's not going to matter because if you don't have a front that can do anything, you're not going to be able to do a whole lot. Another thing that I wonder, and getting into the play calling from Iowa State, David Montgomery, we talked about the first possession, how good they looked, and then after that, would they have 122 yards of total offense, something like that, over the final three and a half quarters of the game. Jim, I I, I do wonder, early on, the effort, we're going to get David Montgomery involved, and then went away for it for much of the third quarter and and into the fourth, and by the time Iowa scored that touchdown to make it 13-3, you knew they weren't going to be running the football anymore, down two scores. But right. David Montgomery, something like 15 touches in the first half, only five in the second half in a game that was 3-3 at the half, 6-3 for a long period yeah. of it. That's head-scratching. To David Montgomery, even with the offensive line struggles, only five touches in the second half. I, I couldn't believe that. Uh, and I, I'm also, I was shocked that they didn't just try to dump the ball on a couple of short passes to him. Uh, just to get him, try to get him in a little bit of open space so he could make maybe a tackler or two miss because that's what he's so good at. But it didn't, it didn't happen. And, and that's why I, I was, you know, watching and thinking to myself at that time, boy, they are really struggling offensively. And Iowa's defense has tied them up in knots. And they don't know how to untie that knot and, and make something click. Only once in a while, it seemed, that they hit a play. And the it, just too many inconsistencies, particularly in the second half with what you talked about. And when you have a stud running back like that, and he only touches it five times, and the game is 6-3, to three, you got to feed the beast. And they just didn't do that. And I'm sure that they were kept, they kept going back to what maybe had worked for them in the past, but Iowa's defense had an answer for everything that they went back to last season because Iowa, I'm sure, looked at a lot of video because they didn't have any video from game one because there wasn't any except for five minutes. And I'm sure that they studied that and understood what they would probably do under certain circumstances. And Iowa State just could not make those changes, at least on the fly, partner. 
You know, Jim, uh, another component to this as you look forward, you mentioned the Iowa aspect, and uh, you don't want to overlook you and I. Look, Jim, we don't play the game. We can overlook you and I if we want to. Here. I mean, <laughs> I, thought, I said coaches will tell you. Right, that. right. That's but what I said. It doesn't yeah. matter. We, we certainly can. We and to, can. <laughs> and to be honest, Jim, this is a one-game season now for Iowa. It, it's very simple. If Iowa in a little less than two weeks goes out and beats Wisconsin – at night, mm-hmm. if you haven't heard, 7.30 kickoff on Fox, the latest ever kickoff at Kinnick Stadium in its history. If that happens, they're playing in Indianapolis. And if they lose that game, they can still have a nice year and they can win 8, 9, maybe even 10 right. games. Yeah. But they yeah. won't be playing in Indianapolis. It's very simple. Hell, they could lose to you and I and still play in Indianapolis if they beat Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a one-game season to me. You look at the way this defensive line plays, Jim, the what they have on the defensive side of the ball, who scares you? I mean, outside of Penn State and, of course, the aforementioned Badgers, look at that schedule. Minnesota, it's a road game, mm-hmm. but Minnesota is not knocking the sauce no, at anybody. I not mean, yet. Look, not look yet. at how nope. they're struggling offensively. Indiana, mm-hmm. same kind of thing. Maryland, I, I could maybe buy Maryland. I can buy that. They got a quarterback, Kasim Hill's a nice quarterback. They have some playmakers yeah. and some speed on the outside. Durkin has recruited very well at Purdue. They just lost to Eastern Michigan. They just lost right. to Eastern Michigan, who, until Chris Creighton got there, the former Drake coach, was one of the program, worst programs at the FBS level. Northwestern, they got pummeled by Duke. It's just, you go through and you look at this, and of course, Nebraska at the end of the year, Illinois, there isn't a whole lot that scares you. I know it's very simplistic. I know it's very easy to say, but Jim, this is a one-game football schedule for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, look, you're you're right about that aspect of it. There is not any game on there that Iowa should be uh, an underdog to, with the exception of Wisconsin and then Penn State, and that's it. That's it. They they, they will be a favorite in all of those games, and and should be with what we have seen so far, and particularly with that defense. Uh, it's, it, they have, they, not only have they, they drawn a, a, a schedule uh, which is conducive to being extremely successful, but this year, Trent, they have put together a stellar defense. And with that defense, I believe they can probably stay in any game. Look, can they get beat by Wisconsin? Sure. Can they get beat at Penn State? Yes, but everybody else, that defense should be stifling to. I mean, teams are going to struggle big time against that defense. It'll be up to the offense to try to put some points on the board. Are you concerned about the offense and their struggles right now? Not overly. I I believe that there's still enough upside there. You welcome in your two new tackles and Tristan Wirfs. There was one play where he took Marcel Spears for a ride. But there are a couple others where there were missed assignments there. They didn't have Ivory Kelly Martin, but I, I saw enough still there that I think this offense is going to continue to make strides. It comes down to one position, and that's the quarterback mm-hmm. position because Nate Stanley, he's been bad. He, he has played poorly to this point in the year. And I know we were enamored last year with the 26 touchdowns against six interceptions and, and for the Iowa scheme, just how good that is. Well, 10 of those 26 touchdown passes came in two games. It came in two games, and you take those away, and I know you can't, but you do. You know, 16 touchdowns in a year, that's more Iowa-like. That's kind of what you're used to 
from the Iowa mm-hmm. quarterback position. Nate Stanley has struggled with accuracy. It was the same question we had coming into this year. There was talk if he gets that number up to 60%, maybe he is an NFL player. Well, he's not even close to that right now. He has been poor. If we see that same guy that we saw a year ago against Iowa State and Ohio State, then yeah, this Iowa offense could take a big step forward. Until it happens, though, Stanley doesn't take that step forward. You're going to see this team mired in the muck offensively. and It'll be a lot of these type of games. It'll be a lot of 13-10s, 17-13, Right. That's what you're going to see until Nate Stanley improves of what we see in the first two weeks. I'm with you on that, and you better hope that they do have some offense when they play against Wisconsin because what they showed against Iowa State is not going to cut it against yep. uh, Whiskey. Yeah, you, you can't expect to win like the last time they beat the Badgers 10-6. I don't think they can be. As good as this defense is, I don't see them holding Wisconsin to six points in the football no. game. You're going to have to score. Maybe not a ton. Maybe it is a 2017 type of game. Sure, I could mm-hmm. buy that, but you're going to have to do more here. And, and speaking of making plays, and one of the final plays of the game that fade route that they threw to Brandon Smith, that was a beautiful throw. It was an audible. There was no single safety back. It was one-on-one coverage on the outside with everybody up in the box. Nate Stanley audible to that play. Brandon Smith went up and made the play. And Jimmy B, yep. when I went back and watched the game on Sunday, one of the things that jumped off, it almost felt like he breathed a sigh of relief. It was just, finally, all right, he made <laughs> yeah, a play. Made Jim, Jim yeah. you look at that guy. He is built. He, he looks like T.O., He's 6'3". He wears triple XL gloves. That shows you the wow. size of hands that the guy has. He has the physical tools. I, I know route running is still a question. I talked about that a week ago with Brandon Smith. But maybe that's just something that can help catapult him, realizing I can compete at this level. I can play at this level. Amir Smith-Marset, we saw him make the big play on the deep mm-hmm. uh, crossing route. He's a big-time talent in terms of speed, and we've seen that continue to go back to the well there. I still believe there's enough upside, but it comes down to one factor, and that is Nate Stanley. Got to get the ball to those guys. A- absolutely. I-, I was very impressed with the way Hawkinson played as mm-hmm. well. Not not only uh, catching the ball, but also what he can do uh, as far as being a blocker. Did you see some of that too? Yeah, and, and I thought Noah Fan has taken big strides in that part of his game too. Mm-hmm. They, they both are, are becoming full tight ends. They can do a lot. Now, you need to see more targets out of the other positions in the wide receiver group. That's going to be a part of it here. Enough upside. And and when you welcome back a couple tackles, I'm sure timing was a little bit off with that. In the run game, you get Ivory Kelly Martin back. Maybe he sits out another week here getting that ankle right before Wisconsin comes to town and takes a week off against you and I. But Jimmy B, should be a fun week and a fun couple of weeks leading up to that game with the Badgers. We'll get into it more coming up on the other side. John Bonacamp was there covering the game for the Burlington Hawkeye. We'll get his perspective on things coming up here in just a couple of minutes. As mentioned, we'll take a look at the Cyclones' vantage point with Ben Visser of the Cedar Rapids Gazette. Tad Haslip's going to drop by. We haven't even touched NFL, Jimmy B. We'll do that later on this hour, too, and get some thoughts of that. And, yes, uh, I guess we have to talk about that Bears-Packers game. So we'll do that <laughs> a little bit later on after we finish up with John Bonacamp. He joins us next. Jimmy B and TC continues on 1700 KBGG. Catch the best in high school football each Friday night on 1700 KBGG with the Central Iowa Game of the Week starting at 7 o'clock on Fridays. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? 
you can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa to help with your franchise law needs. Rush Niggin with Brick Gentry Law PC provides law services for those involved in starting a new franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggin can assist you in buying or starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school football season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry Law PC and Rush Niggin. This report sponsored by Staples. Staples offers bold color printing to help your business stand out. Now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. In-store only. Offer ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store staples.com slash 20 back for details. Print more color, attract more customers, save more money. Staples. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Nothing is more important than your health and your connection with friends and family, and going for a walk is a great way to boost them both. On October 3rd, we invite you to join Iowans across the state for 30 minutes of walking and connecting with friends, family, and colleagues. But you don't have to wait until October. Go for an after-dinner walk with neighbors, take a lunchtime stroll, walk the kids to school. Then, on October 3rd, join fellow Iowans and get your walk on for 30 minutes. Walk more, connect more. The Healthiest State Walk is presented by Delta Dental of Iowa. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. From the Barrel, Des Moines Whiskey Festival kicks off this year and will be taking place at the River Center in downtown Des Moines, featuring two days of food, entertainment, cigars, great causes, and, of course, whiskey. Don't miss Des Moines Whiskey Festival happening November 2nd and 3rd. Tickets on sale now at dsmwhiskeyfest.com. This year, it's our year. No, no, no. This year, it's my team. Yeah, this is the year. This season, everyone is going to know where I'm tailgating. My team, my colors, my flag. Hello, it's why I fly the flag. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Every team, every sport, every flag. Almost. Buy online and get free shipping. Heartlandflags.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we believe in honest work, a fair price, and work we stand behind, and our 10-year workmanship warranty proves it. We know roofing. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515 215-2000 
425-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. Build your business. At Sinorama of Ribbondale, we offer customized solutions for signs, branding, marketing, and advertising. We have a full range of custom sign and graphic services to meet your needs, build your brand, and create your image. Look around and you'll see how Andy Woodley and his staff help businesses enhance visibility and get noticed. Let us work with you to understand your unique marketing goals and help you reach them. Sinorama of Ribbondale, the way to grow your business. 3368 100th Street in Urbandale and online at sinorama.com slash ia dash Vehicle advertising print wraps can be seen tens of thousands of times a day. If you want to increase your advertising footprint with the full or partial final print wrap on your business vehicle, go to CompleteAutoWraps.com. Complete Auto Wraps also specializes in full color change color wraps. Change the color of your vehicle or add a customized look with a print wrap to your vehicle, motorcycle, or boat. Don't pay big dealership or national sign chain prices when you can get yours installed by a professional trained and certified installer. Contact Corby for more information or a free estimate at CompleteAutoWraps.com. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, welcome back as we continue all the way to 6 o'clock. And we have NFL doubleheader football right here on the Big Talker 1700 as soon as Trent and I leave the air. But we're not leaving yet. Uh, the reason is John Bonencamp, Burlington Hawkeye, is our guest, and he joins us right now on 1700. Hello, John, and let me just pick your brain right off the top of the Cyhawk game. Uh, just right. some of your overall thoughts about what you witnessed there on Saturday. I I just thought it was a it was an impressive defensive performance, and I mean as as good as they were the week before against Northern Illinois, they were very good. On, I mean they were just you know twenty times better on on Saturday against the Cyclones, and I mean they they, they really are solid. That defense is really solid from front to back. Um, you know, linebackers much better again than what they were, and they played well in the Northern Illinois game. So I think I think you, you saw a lot of improvement there offensively. Just you know, they had their struggles, but some of that you can put on Iowa State's defense. They challenged them. They challenged the, they challenged Iowa to throw the ball, and in the end, they did just enough to win on offense, and the defense carried the day. It was an impressive performance out of that defense, and, and at the forefront of that, certainly A.J. Epinesa, co-defensive uh, player of the week in the Big Ten, running roughshod over the new left tackle out there, Sean Foster. Julian Good-Jones was listed as a starter, but before the game, Iowa State did some shuffling on that offensive line. John, I, I know you know from back in the day Epi, Epinesa very well, the repeat mm-hmm. as Hayden Fry uh, dubbed him. This is the kind of guy that doesn't show up in Iowa City. They don't get five-star players quite like this, and it looks like he's taken that step. Just He's always had those immense physical talents, but now coupled, looks like he understa- he's understanding how to play the game. Yeah, you're starting to see more of, of he, he's catching the little things. And, you know, it's, what I, it's kind of what I wrote today. And, and, I mean, everybody wanted to see more of him last year, but you could tell in just, in just things that Kurt Ferentz would say and, and, and other people would say that, he just didn't quite grasp the nuance of the position. Now he is. Now he's kind of figuring it out. And we seem to forget as talented as he is, he's only a sophomore. And so, I mean, there, there's a lot of learning left to do. 
and then it makes you really think what kind of player he can be this time next year. But right now, what he's doing is 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 is. I mean, he's he's making an impact on the game, and he's he's doing things in in passing situations that are really good. If he can if he can get the little things down, he's going to see a lot of playing time. Um, going back now to Nate Stanley, and he, don't you don't you agree, or you can disagree, obviously, uh, that he is going to have to play much better in order to have in order for Iowa to have a chance, at least offensively, of putting points on the board against Wisconsin. I know we're missing the UNI game here, but Trent and I have decided we're going to skip past that and get right to whiskey. <laughs> Well, and I mean, I think that's what this week's going to be about. I mean, I, I think it's about getting him going, getting him in a rhythm. I mean, and again, it's something I wrote about today. The, the two passes that you take away from Saturday's game, the one down the middle to, to Smith, it's Smith Marset, and in the in the third quarter that got them to go ahead field goal, and then the one that, that they threw to, to Brandon Smith in in the, in the final minutes to get them, you know, the clinching touchdown. Those are, those were really solid passes, and he had time to throw. And that was kind of the big thing on Saturday was he didn't have a lot of openings there to throw, and on those two he did. So I think that it's there. I think it's just got to come together. He's got to get in a rhythm and get going. And I think that's, what's gonna, that's what I think this week is going to be about because you know what you've got coming back, you know, coming up next week. So you want to get him. You want him to have a really good game Saturday to get him a good frame of mind for when Wisconsin comes in. Jamon Colbert gets his first career start after the concussion for Christian Welch, who I thought played really well against Northern Illinois. The uh, depth chart comes out, Colbert listed as a start. Is this going to be mix and match back and forth? Or do you think Colbert won the job with his performance against Iowa State on Saturday? Well, I, I think he's, I think he's, I mean, certainly I, I think he has done that. I mean, I, he played well on Saturday. And he played well, in, you know, in in the time that he was in the first game, which was, I mean, so yeah, I do think there's going to be some mixing and matching, but but at some point you're going to start to see three guys emerge, and it may be by the end of, of Saturday's game you'll get a pretty good idea on who those three are. But and I think you're starting to see that right now, and I do think he gets another he gets another chance on Saturday, mm-hmm. and if he plays well, I do think that's that's going to be the three. You know that Neiman Hockaday. You know that that Kohler thing. That's what you're going to see as, as they move forward. In your estimation, since Trent and I have already skipped over it, how do the coaches mm-hmm. continually this week keep everybody on that team focused on playing you and I and not looking ahead to whiskey? All they have to do is go back and, and point to some of the recent you and I games and just say, "Look, this is what they've done coming in here." And, you know, and, and I mean, the, you know, the, the, the Iowa kids on this team know that UNI is a good program. I don't think they'll overlook them. I, I think that, that this is one that Iowa should win, and I don't think it should be the struggle that they've had, you know, in the last couple of times against them. So, I mean, basically you just point to that and say, look, you know, they've, they've given Iowa fits in Kinnick Stadium a couple of times. So you can point to that. But, yeah, I, I do think that there's probably a little bit of looking ahead. You never know. You know, but I mean, I, I think all I have to do is point to those other games, and I think that gets their attention. That's all it's going to take. Yeah, get the attention and get them rolling. And uh, a chance to open some things up offensively, certainly. John, you mentioned the, the wide receiver group. There's going to be a ton of attention that's going to be played now 
on not just Noah Fant, but also TJ Hawkinson and his continued emergence this year. You know, what more do you think is in the playbook? Has this been pretty pared down in your estimation? Do you expect to see more, more wrinkles go on as the season continues on? Or is it what we've seen in the past of the Iowa offense and what they're going to do? How many more wrinkles are in there is what I'm asking. I do think there is an enemy. And one of the things, too, we have to think about is, is that some of these guys have dropped passes that they usually catch. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it happened in the first game, it happened in the second, you know, it happened on Saturday. Um, you know, if, if these guys start catching, I mean, Nick Easley has one catch in two games. I don't think that's going to continue. I think they're going to find him. They're going to get him the ball. You're going to start seeing some things happen now, I think, as, as this goes on. But, you know, again, some of it is just what the defenses have taken away, whether it's with a good pass rush, with it, you know, when, when you're playing that many guys in the box like Iowa State, that really can clog up a lot of stuff even in the passing game. So, you know, what needs to happen, I think, is they need to get that where you can loosen up a defense and do some different things. And I think that's where the wide receivers have to come into play. They have to make plays. They have to get open downfield for them to have a chance. All right. Then that brings me then to another question with you and I. Mm-hmm. Do they try to open up the offense a little bit more then and try to experiment with that? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I mean, again, you, you, you're going to put some things on film for your next opponent, but I do think you have to show the ability to do that. And okay. and so I, I think that, that you may see, you know, like I said, you just got to get guys involved, whether it's getting them on short passes or whatever, because there have been just way too many drops in the first two games. And so you want to get confidence going in this passing game. You want to get it going. You want to get a rhythm going here. And so I think that's what you want to do. On Saturday, you don't want to do a whole lot of exotic things, but I think you want to do some things to get guys in the rhythm and get this passing game going. Tell us uh, a little bit what you know about the Panthers. They started up week one out at Montana, got behind big in that game, came roaring back, made it a, a game late, but Eli Dunn really struggled in that game. Their quarterback, they've gone out, they've uh, went to the backup as they had the comeback there. What do you expect to see at the quarterback position? And you and I, with a week to prepare now for this game, what do you expect to see? Well, I mean, again, it's going to be a lot like what what Iowa had last week with Iowa State. You didn't have a game film on the Cyclones. Now you have one, you know, you just have one film on you and I and and not a lot on a guy who's probably going to play a lot at quarterback if you believe what Mark Farley was talking about today. So you don't know a whole lot about them. So, I, again, it kind of goes back to what I said about last week's game. You know, you knew that maybe early on there was going to be some just trying to feel things out to see where – and I think you're going to see that a little bit. I think they're a good team. I think they'll be a good team when they get into Valley play. Um, but I, I think I, I think just right now offensively you don't know what you're going to get at them because you don't know who's going to play quarterback. And they, and they struggled. And, and, and so you don't, you don't right now know what you're, you're going to get at them. And Iowa's defense, as good as it is, I mean, this thing could get out of hand really quickly on Saturday if you and I doesn't get an offense going early on. Hey, one more quick uh, note on that. Mark Farley has been there for a long time, has had some mm-hmm. success, but you look at what North Dakota State obviously done, but even programs like South Dakota State, Illinois State's made an appearance in the national championship. If things would go south this year, could Mark Farley be in trouble in Cedar Falls? Oh, I mean, I, it, it depends on, on, I mean, I honestly, I think it's how far south it goes. I mean, if they're still in the playoff hunt in the last week and they don't make it, yeah, it's, you know, there'll be some people unhappy, but I think they move forward. 
you know, if they're three and eight, yeah, maybe then there's a lot more people unhappy. So, I mean, the Valley is such a good league, and it's it's an arms race now in this league. You're see, seeing a lot of money at North Dakota State. You're seeing a lot of money at South Dakota State. It's getting really harder now to kind of stay with that pack because of, of just the way that league is. And so, I mean, I, I don't think they want to go through another year like they have in the past where – um, you know, where they've struggled early on and then they've had to make a big run late in the season. I think fans want to see this be kind of back to that, you know, the UNI teams of when they won eight or nine games. So, you know, like I said, it just kind of depends on how this season goes. Like I said, if, if, if they're in contention for a playoff spot at the end of the year, yeah, you know, there'll be some people grumbling. But, you know, if it really goes south, then who knows? But like I said, right now, you know, you just don't know where this season's heading right now with them. John, you covered the uh, Hawkeyes for a, a number of years, and mm-hmm. I'm just curious with what you have seen so far out of this Hawks defense, and there and there have been some really good ones. Can you rank this one yet, or is it too soon? Just after two games, it's too soon. I mean, right now the way they're playing, I mean they're playing really well, but you know they're an injury. You know they're they're injuries at certain spots that could cause problems. So I think it, it's. It's, it's still a work in progress. I still think this defense could get even better. Like it's, we were talking earlier about the linebackers, you know, where that whole mix kind of comes together and, and, you know, what happens if you lose a cornerback or a safety to an injury, then what happens? Um, you know, they have a lot of depth up front. I don't think that's, you know, that's going to be much of a problem. But, you know, there are still some things that could go wrong here. But right now I think what they've got is a really, really good defense. John, another good game from the punter Colton Rastetter. Can you remember an ascension like this before? You've been covering the Hawkeyes for a long time. I remember David Bradley from where he was early in his career and what he became at the end of it. Made a jump, but that was kind of a long build before from early to his senior season. This looks like a completely different guy. You ever remember anything like this, John? No, I mean, think back. His first punt of the year was blocked. Right. And, 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 you know, right. and, and yeah. he started thinking, oh, here we go again. This could be, and then, and then he came back and had a really good game for the rest of the game against Northern Illinois. Had a great game on, on Saturday. And so you can see that, that maybe the lights come on now. And, and he realizes that, that he's a pretty good punter. And he, they did a lot of different things with him on Saturday. And he, he had good kicks the whole day. So I, like I said, I do think this is, this is a big part of this team because that was part of, Part of what helped Iowa's, Iowa's defense here today was Iowa State had bad field position for a lot of the game, and and a lot of that's on Colton Rastetter. So I mean, I think it's I think it's it's for Iowa. That's a big plus for them. Two games in, that's kind of gone overlooked. Do you think that the Wisconsin game atmosphere will match that of what happened last year against Ohio State? Yes, I, I think it. You know, especially now that it's going to be. The latest game ever at Kinnick Stadium, which you know, thanks when we're on deadline, um, but, um, because this is all about me. This is all about yes. me. I don't care about anything. This is all about me. Um, but um, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot what you've seen in the last couple of years, like with when they played Michigan, when they played Penn State last year, and when they played Ohio State. It's going to be that kind of it's going to be that kind of atmosphere. There's no doubt about it. John, finally, before we let you run, uh, your Dodgers battling in the West, and there's no safety net, at least not right now, for a wild card to get into the playoffs. You always say they'll be fine. Give mm-hmm. us a little bit more. 
Concern? No, no concern? They'll just be fine? No concern. No, no concern. concern. They just went in. They just went in. Won two out of three against the Rockies without their closer. So they'll be fine. So there it is. This is it. Like I said, okay. they're, they're, they're still the best team in that in that division. It's just a matter of of having it come together. You're only half game out. You go play the Reds this week. You know, you get the Rockies again at home coming up. You get the Diamondbacks at home. So you kind of control your own fate at this point. So, John. Are they gritty? That's all I want to know. Oh, yeah, they're gritty. You can tell that. There's a lot of grit here, so they'll be fine. No, I mean, we've got a long got, got three weeks left, so it'll be a lot of fun. So. Thank you for your time today, John. Good oh, stuff. We'll, uh, we'll be talking soon, and your Dodgers, they'll be fine. We, we know that. Thank they'll you, John. They'll be fine. <laughs> All right, see you later. The Wise Owl, John Vodacam, joining us here on Jimmy B and TC. Quick timeout. We're coming back on the other side. We're talking NFL, breaking down week number one, and a doubleheader of football coming your way right after we wrap up at 6 o'clock. Both games of the Monday night doubleheader, we have them here with the Westwood One coverage on 1700. Back with more in a moment. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Does overpaying for something make sense? We don't think it does at Charterhouse Real Estate. That is why we have completely changed the commission structure at our real estate firm from what you are used to hearing about. Gone are the days of 6 or 7% to sell your home. We charge $24.95 plus 3%. Don't worry if that sounds a bit odd. Just know that on average, our sellers save thousands in real estate commission when they sell their home with us. The best part is our sellers still get full service, including social media marketing, their home on the MLS, a dedicated agent, and much more. Head to charterhouseiowa.com and use our calculator there to see what your savings could be. We are Charterhouse Real Estate, and we are changing the way you think about selling your home. This report sponsored by Firestone Complete Auto Care. Keep your car running newer longer. Come into Firestone Complete Auto Care September 13th to the 16th for their epic sales event and get $100 off any purchase of $500 or more. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. Restrictions and exclusions apply. Details at driveafirestone.com. Showplace Kitchens is changing our name to Showplace Cabinetry Design Center. What hasn't changed is the commitment of our professional design staff to help you create a showplace of your very own. Come see us at 3200 100th Street, Urbandale. Touchdown! Don't miss out on tailgates and touchdowns because your cars broke down. Instead, call an Audible by calling Absolute Auto Repair, where we offer free loaner cars while yours is in the shop. At Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale, we get that when your car breaks down, your life is interrupted. That's why we offer loaner cars to keep your busy life moving. Absolute Auto Repair in Urbandale on Hickman Road near Cobblestone Theater. Google Absolute Auto Repair Urbandale. Absolute Auto Repair is a proud supporter of high school football. Touchdown, Absolute Auto Repair. Tonight will be clear and cool with a low near 58 degrees. On Tuesday, it'll be breezy and sunny with a high near 82. I'm Local 5 meteorologist Brandon Lawrence. Everyone is a champion in their own way, but aches and pains can make you want to give up on your training or workouts. Instead of relying on pain medication to power through, stay active with help from Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy. They give you a personal touch to work towards your own wellness goals. With athletic recovery programs to outpatient orthopedic therapy, Angela Spencer PT of Champions Recovery Room will get you feeling your best. Champions Recovery Room and Physical Therapy, 3030 100th Street in Urbandale and online at championsrecoveryroom.com. Imagine that there's a place where you can have a good time and do good too. At the Blank Park Zoo, you can. 
There's a whole world of animals to discover. Tons of fun things to do, and so many cool things to see. And the whole time you're having fun, you're actually helping animals. How awesome is that? Every trip to the zoo is an adventure and a chance to help threatened wildlife everywhere. Imagine that. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Real sports talk for real sports fans. It's Jimmy B and TC. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, everybody, we roll all the way till 6 o'clock, and we got into the react, of course, for the Cyhawk game, and rightfully so. But, Trent, good golly, Miss Molly, what a weekend of NFL football, and it culminated with last night's game, and then we have the doubleheader tonight. Wow, I, I was I was just totally enthralled with some of the games that were played and the longest game ever in the National Football League between Tennessee and Miami. They had like three or four different rain delays where they had to get everybody off the field, out of the stands, lightning everywhere. Unbelievable Sunday. It really was, and uh, the biggest shocker was what Tampa did, putting 48 up yes. on the road with no Jameis Winston, obviously. Fitzpatrick, the starting quarterback, they they looked absolutely unreal. Deshaun Jackson must have found the fountain of youth that Ponce de Leon was looking for, as uh, <laughs> he was a monster in that one. Mike Evans, they ran the ball effectively. What a crazy game that was. If you're in one of those eliminator pools, you might be done in one week if you had the Saints in week number one. On the local front, obviously, Sunday night football last night, Jimmy B. And, and though as a fan, wearing my fan hat, it was frustrating to see and, and how great the first half went for the Bears. 
not only Aaron Rodgers going down, which is a good thing because he's killed the Bears throughout the years, but just the way they look from Khalil Mack taking the football away and coming off the edge to mm-hmm. offensively Mitchell Trubisky in rhythm. You saw the offense with some ingu- ingenuity. It was, it was a sight to be behold, but I'll tell you, Jim, as soon as I saw Aaron Rodgers trot out and start warming up for the second half. I, I, I truly thought it was inevitable that the Packers are going to come back. It just, I've seen this too many times before. I've seen Aaron yeah. Rodgers too many times before. He is absolutely unreal, Jimmy B. It didn't come as a surprise to me last night what he did. Wait, no, it's he just always continues to amaze. Look, I, I thought that we might see him back when... You saw him standing and walking on the sidelines thinking, all right, maybe it's not as severe as what everybody is talking about. And then when he got on the cart, maybe they're just going to take him back and, you know, do an x-ray just to make sure nothing is, you know, really bad with it. And then when he came back out and the crowd just exploded and then he exploded and he pretty much won that second half and the game on one leg. Uh, he really was just throwing with his arm, Trent. He couldn't set, really couldn't run. Yet, there's the surprising thing. He was still able to maneuver his feet well enough to avoid getting hit big and still making uh, a perfect pass. It, it, the guy is just absolutely incredible. Jim, uh, what did you see out of the Vikings? Kirk Cousins, I thought, was pretty good. Overall, yeah. not, not great, yeah. but that defense picking off Jimmy G three different times in the football game, as we knew coming into the year, the Vikings defense is legit. Yes, it is. And I had picked uh, Minnesota to, to win that game. I, I felt that they just have just way too much, way too much for most teams, maybe with the exception of Philly or the L.A. Rams uh, in the NFC. I I just think this team is just absolutely loaded, and they didn't play a lot of people to begin with. I mean, they really didn't. So from that aspect, I'm talking about during the preseason, and so from that aspect, I think they were still kind of feeling it out a little bit in game one, but boy, are they talented. And look, I know Dalvin Cook, coughed it up one time, but he made a sensational run, and the ball got poked out from behind in traffic. Uh, He'll learn that, but it's kind of one of those things, Trent, that they really are the sleeping giant. I mean, everybody has them penciled in, for the most part, to be right in the playoff hunt, obviously. But to me, they are a team that has all of the necessary pieces of the puzzle. They will fit together by midseason, and they will just steamroll some teams. I, I really believe that. My favorite uh, tweet of the weekend came uh, from some T-shirt company that uh-huh. put together a Cleveland Brown shirt. And it says across <laughs> the chest, undefeated, underneath, oh, oh, and one. They're undefeated, Jimmy B. Break up those Cleveland Browns. Hugh, he's not going 0-16 this year. You know, they they won't. They're going to win some games. I was disappointed that they didn't win. I think maybe just to try to get the monkey off their back a little bit, Trent, you know, just so they could claim something. And Pittsburgh is their most hated rival. Um, 
But, hey, they were entertaining. Tyrod Taylor does what he does. He's able to maneuver and get around. And I thought Ben Roethlisberger struggled in that game, despite the fact they were playing it in a downpour. Yes, yes, it was uh, an ugly, ugly one. In that it one. was. 21 apiece, and Le'Veon Bell, where are the, we will see on that one, Jimmy B. And the Chiefs, uh, boy, Patrick Mahomes, he, he looked solid. Terrific. In that first start, making big plays. Tyreek Hill is just absolutely nuts. Fun week of the NFL. Week one in the books after tonight. A doubleheader, and we'll have you covered here on 1700. We'll get into the NFL more a little bit later on, about 520. Tad Haslip will be stopping by. But next, we're talking Iowa, Iowa State. The Cyclone Perspective with Ben Visser. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Thinking about selling your home soon? Listen up, as this will save you big money. Charterhouse Real Estate is a full-service real estate firm that has eliminated the typical 6 or 7% commission structure that you are used to. We charge sellers $24.95 plus 3%. We know, math stinks, so think about it like this. If you were selling a $200,000 house, you would save roughly $3,500 with us versus a 6% commission. If your home is $400,000, the savings would be $9,500. The best part, you get the savings while still getting all the service. Professional photography, a short three-month contract, social media marketing, sign-in lockbox, all major real estate websites, and of course, your home will be on the MLS as well. Get it all and save money. We like the sound of that. Learn more at charterhouseiowa.com or search for us on Google. And while you're there, make sure to check out our hundreds of five-star reviews. That's charterhouseiowa.com. This year, it's our year. The year we win it all. This is the year the flag flies. For wins. For big games. For titles. This is the year you fly the colors of your favorite team. These colors? uh, These colors mean everything. And you'll find those colors at Heartland Flagpoles and Flags. The largest selection of team flags anywhere. Football, basketball, hockey, NASCAR, and more. Shop 3719 Southwest 9th Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. This report sponsored by Staples. Staples offers bold color printing to help your business stand out. Now get 20% back in rewards on your color printing in-store only. Offer ends 11, 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See stores staples.com slash 20 back for details. Print more color, attract more customers, save more money. Staples. Labor Day means fall is just around the corner. So are Labor Day savings at the Home Depot. Up to 40% off appliances like the LG stainless steel gas range. A special buy now at just 648 bucks over $250 off. If you're about to get busy with fall fun, family and traditions, you could use some help in the kitchen. Labor Day savings now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only, Wall Supplies last. See store for details valid through September 12th. 
fall color pops in your free seven-piece gift from Estee Lauder right now at Macy's. Up to a $165 value, it's yours free with any Estee Lauder purchase of $37.50 or more. The set you get is up to you. Every gift comes in a choice of pop print cosmetic bags and your best makeup and skincare. Plus, be sure to ask for a deluxe double wear foundation sample in your perfect shade. Quantities are limited, so come in for your free seven-piece gift on now at the Estee Lauder counter at Macy's and at Macy's.com. Don't miss it. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. My number two does not look like a number two. I don't know what to call it. Is there a number three? Table for four, please. Anything close to the restroom. Uh, a middle seat with these stomach problems? That's my fear of flying. Sound like you? If it does, you could be one of the many people with a digestive condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. Even if you don't know what EPI is, you might know the symptoms. Frequent diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain. If you have even just one of these symptoms, you could still have EPI, because not everybody experiences EPI the same way, which is why it's so important to open up to your doctor about all your symptoms. And the good news is, EPI is manageable, so don't keep a lid on it. Go to identifyepi.com, complete the symptom checker, and use it to have a conversation with your doctor. Don't keep a lid on it. Visit identifyepi.com. Brought to you by AbbVie. 1700 KBGG, Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news, big talk. 